Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I found a way to still be on DWI, guys. Don't worry. It's the phenomenal, funky, fresh AJ Belaz. I got me the commissioner, PC Tunney. How, you, how are you doing, bud? I'm great. I love this. Uh, I'm a morning person, so I, uh, <laughs> you know, DP and I, not. <laughs> D, I know, DP and I, we, we got done recording like right as SmackDown was starting last night. And I had a few more beers and kind of watched a little bit of that no i didn't even watch that i watched um i watched the movie you people on netflix with eddie murphy and jonah hill last night and it was really good i would suggest anybody go ahead and watch that it was it was a fun romantic comedy with some really good lessons to be learned but nonetheless i was up this morning at like five because my cat threw up and woke me up and then i couldn't fall back asleep so i started looking at my phone and then it was six, so I'm like, fuck it, let's go to the grocery store, because the best time to grocery shop is when nobody's there. But I hadn't yep. eaten breakfast yet, so it was the worst time to shop, because you shouldn't shop on an empty stomach. But I was waiting to go meet my dad for breakfast at a new place, had a chili chizo, chili chorizo omelet with some uh, homemade potatoes and, and, and uh, artisan bread uh, toast on the side. It was really good. It was a good breakfast. So I've been up. If you can tell, I'm kind of... Uh, coffee driven right now and not alcohol driven <laughs> so it's a completely different tunny you're gonna get on these uh very interesting uh morning records so uh it's great to have aj back aj is technically the host of this show 
But I think today I kind of might have to lead it because we need to get your opinion on everything that's happened because everybody, everybody's heard me all week. I, I was on Bandwagon Nerds. I was on Mindless Wrestling Podcast. I did Royal Rumble Reactions with Dave. Uh, I was on Outsider's Edge with Kyle and Ray. And I did DWI with DP last night. So this is like the sixth show I've done this week. Um, How are you not burnt out is the big question. I love WrestleMania <laughs> season. You know how much I love the Royal Rumble, right? So I do. I'm just I'm doing you know every year it's tough to do this year round you do get burnt out but every year I try to do something special for WrestleMania season and I think this year I'm just going to the special thing is I'm just going to try and make as much content for all the people all the listeners with all the great people we have on the Chairshot Radio network AJ so I'm glad we're doing this Saturday mornings and you get to listen yeah. to it Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And so it's pretty fresh for all you guys when not going to lie, I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit. We kind of pulled this together like a few days ago. <laughs> That's okay. It's it's mania season. But, uh, or, uh, yeah. You know, call it in the ring, as DJ would say. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, Tony, we're going to go over my Rumble thoughts. We're going to cover SmackDown a little bit. But speaking of DJ, because I know he did talk about it on the DWI, we're going to do something a little fun for these Saturday editions that we're doing for the recording. He mentioned drinking stories. We all got a bunch of them, so we're going to say some. If anyone else ever jo- jumps in, joins in, they have to say one. It's just it's just courtesy, you know? So I can't think of anything else to do other than try to wake up a little bit. I, I had a little bit of coffee, had some water, so I'm, I'm all ready to go for this sober drunken wrestling intellect podcast <laughs> yeah this is like this is like the swi sober sober guys sober guys anonymous i don't know this is like the hangover we'll call this the hangover dwi hangover edition although i'm not hungover and you worked so i'm sure you didn't you're not too hungry nah, i'm hungover in a different way <laughs> yeah yeah all right well you know what we'll come back and we'll get your thoughts on everything that happened royal rumble i know you love the bray wyatt match but until then Thanks, everybody, for listening to ChairShot Radio Network. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. We got you covered through the entire WrestleMania season. And the website, TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. We'll be back in 19 seconds. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, AJ, we're back. Chairshot Radio Network, DWI 362. Yeah, I also am just going to be straight up with everybody about this, too. I was like, yeah, we're going to call this. Uh, AJ and I are coming up with this idea to, you know, so we can keep doing something, you know, because I love working with AJ and it's good to have AJ's voice out there and opinions on on the audio side, too, as long as as well as the writing. But I'm like, yo, uh, if you're okay with it, we're going to call this DWI because anytime I can put a tally on that number, I, I'm trying to do it, right? So this is like the third just show. Get ever closer to 1,000. This is the third show in a week, right? Oh, I'm just plugging <laughs> away for 500 right now. 10 years and 500. Um, I would love to get to that point at the same time. So that's maybe kind of where I'm going because 10 years would be November of 24. So, yeah. We could probably hit it. <laughs> Just keep on rolling. There we go. There we go. Royal Rumble thoughts 
on the entire thing? Uh, well, I mean, we'll leave that last one that we mentioned out. No, for but a, I for mean, like, first off, your your thoughts on the Royal Rumble pay per view as a whole? Oh, like just this year's or just in general? No, this year's. Like for me, I've said it seven times already. Or DP <laughs> likes to say eighteen and a half times. I've been on a podcast already this week. Um, I thought it was one of the best pay per views I've ever seen. I mean, it was pretty good. I'm not going to like, yes, everything was predictable rumble wise. It was chalky. It was, that was chalky, but I liked the men's rumble. It was really good in my opinion. I'm not, I'm not discounting anything Gunther did because that was amazing going 70 minutes from one all the way to the end. That was amazing. Incredible. Phenomenal even. But what really made that, a lot better in my opinion was Logan Paul's involvement because he was being weaselly. He he snuck in and out of the ring. He did that his high spot with Ricochet, which I I don't like that they telegraphed it, but it made sense why they had to telegraph it because it's something you really haven't seen in a Rumble before. It was fucking awesome though. I mean, come on, that was it a was. super cool spot, and they made themselves a moment in history, right? Like that will be on the you know all-time Royal Rumble highlight reel that you see for Royal Rumbles to come, right? Yeah. You think of iconic things in WWE, it's moments, right? That was a fucking huge moment, even though it had absolutely nothing to do with who won the Royal Rumble or any other major thing. It was just two guys that said, we're going to entertain you by putting our bodies on the line like this, and hopefully somewhere down the road we get a story between those two guys. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it would. I mean, like, either hate him or hate him more. Logan Paul is that good. I'm not going to lie, he Logan is Paul, that good. Seth Rollins at Mania? Yeah, that would be interesting. I, 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 I'd smoke a bag of that. Right. But the Ricochet, I know he has his little program with Braun Strowman now. So So it, speaking of that, we can kind of intermingle everything in together as we talk about everything. We which could. Which is perfect because SmackDown happened last night, and, and we talked about it this morning, DP and I, when we recorded yesterday, that – we don't get to cover SmackDown anymore, or we haven't been able to, right, AJ? You you experienced yeah. it. It's a frustrating thing. Because when it was still on Tuesdays, we were in the perfect spot, right? Like, we were the day before the pay-per-views or a day and a half before the pay-per-view. We record and get, you know, and everything already yeah. happened already. It, it was money, and then they moved it to Friday. I'm like, motherfucker, you know? <laughs> I like drinking and, and doing the right podcast. right before we right. started recording, too. Yeah, so... It's like, yeah, we're going to record it, like... 5:36 Eastern, and then out of nowhere, it's like, yeah, SmackDown starts at eight. Yeah. Damn it! Right. So yeah, we're trying to finish it up as it's about to start. But Ricochet and Braun Strowman, like, I, they got a tag team title match next week. Do you think is there a chance they could win the tag titles next week? I don't really mm-hmm. think so. But I mean, I I appreciate the fact that they're giving Ricochet a shot because. Those Prince two Puma, look, Ricochet, those two look however good together, you want to call them. They look good last night. They had the, got the whole, you know, uh, uh, what is what is it? The uh, 180 off the top or 360 off the shoulders. Something to that effect. Yeah. But I don't, it's not that I hate it because I don't hate it. It just feels like one of those thrown together tag teams from like the, like mid to early, like like RVD, early to mid 2000s. Like RVD and Booker T. For me, this feels like more RVD and Kane. Okay. 
But it like you know, same thing where it's just like plug and play. Let's see how this works. And I mean, it does work. I don't have a complaint about it. I, I mean, in my opinion, I'd much rather Imperium get a real opportunity, but that might be Elimination Chamber. Who knows? Well, that's who they beat. So I know. We'll see what happens there. I, you know, you brought up Gunther. I mean, I, I, I kind of off the cuff right away. I was like, this guy's winning Money in the Bank. And then I thought about it, and I'm like. Maybe a better story is he actually wins the Royal Rumble next year and gets a shot at WrestleMania. But he is just he he really put his stamp in and and you know he gets the rub with DX and then does this in the Rumble. Now he's he's another guy in the in the upper atmosphere of the WWE talent, especially you know there on the men's side. So that was pretty cool. What else from the Rumble? I mean, you got what did you like the fact that they went like seven eight minutes just Cody and Gunther to finish it? Oh yeah, I love. I mean, one of to me one of the most iconic things from a Rumble was 2007 with Taker and Shawn. I think they called it Seven Minutes of Hell or something like that, where they just beat the crap out of each other. From I th- I believe it was one in thirty or two in thirty. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. I liked having that little match in the middle of the Rumble. I I have no complaints on that. I'm a little the one thing that confuses me or not confuses me, but I was not thinking was going to happen was the men's rumble was first. Well, they had to seeing as what happened at the end of the show, they had needed to keep Cody's win as far away from that as possible. Yeah. Which I knowing like if you watch it at first, it confused me. But with the ending, it made more sense, as but did you said. You, did you feel the same way as I did that once I like because I I found out the order few hours ahead of time and then i was pretty pretty sure with the source and then once it kicked off and it moved it from like 90 percent to 100 percent, obviously it was happening i was like well this cody's winning because you don't have austin or rock come back in a surprise at the rumble to win it if it's not last you know and then have roman come out and have the face-to-face but instead you know cody wins what happens at the end happens at the end. We'll get to that. But I, if great men's Royal rumble, well, well booked, I am tired of people bitching about. There's not any surprises because there was damn near 10, 11 surprises. They weren't all in the men's match. There was more in the women's, but that's like over, that's like 16% of the people that came in. One out of six was a surprise that you didn't know about, you know, granted you didn't have all these old legends coming back that were still in shape, but they, that's a testament to their roster right now is really, really solid, in my opinion. What are your thoughts on I mean, that? I mean, look, look back T, to the... Right? You got yeah. Logan Paul and Edge were the three surprises on the men's side. Yeah. And, and then the, the women's, women's side, side Chelsea... Well, you had the Michelle three McCool. NXT... Yeah, that's five. You had the three NXT girls. That's yeah. eight. You had Nia Jax and... One other... Per- oh, and then Piper Niven. Yeah. In Piper Niven, I don't want to hear Dewdrop. <laughs> well, Dan, just so you know, Dan popped so much that he had to explain to the Dillinator why he was popping so hard when Piper came back as Piper Niven. <laughs> ah, that's fair. Yeah. But, I mean, I I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I mean, I know everyone's bitching, moaning, complaining. Oh, we didn't get Matt Cardona. We didn't get Jay White. We didn't get like all these names that everyone kept like rumor milling. Well, that that's what it was. It was rumor mill. Of course, we we might not see them. Well, we were responsible for it in among our own 
friendship and 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 uh friendships here on the chair shot and 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 brethren and and uh yeah. you know the network is we kind of worked ourselves into we a lot of people thought stone cold would actually be a thing but it sounds like they did make him an offer though you know so it wasn't that too far-fetched the funny thing yeah. i brought up to dp though i'll ask you the same question is they tried so hard to get rock in this spot for mania they tried so hard to get austin in this spot for mania how much do you really believe in cody rhodes especially after smackdown on sunday or uh, last night sunday on friday night last night i was about to say your days are all mixed up they there are, bud they are I mean, for right now, it feels like Cody's lost in the in the shuffle here because of, you know, SmackDown, that entire story that we'll get to. But it seems like the big legend spot that's going to happen is going to be uh, uh, Cena is going to come back for something. Cena in theory. I know. The, yeah, the dirtiest sheet says theory. They just did... don't know if it's going to be for the U.S. title. Theory did reference the ruthless aggression era on monday things of that nature so that, it makes yeah. sense for cena to put him over just because you know he's that almost in that kind of same sort of place that cena was oh so many years ago not necessarily where the company was but like in that younger very talented kind of the same look almost and you know we'll see yeah. he needs to find his way not making a pun to the group that he was in but he does need to find his way oh for sure and all right, before we get to the women's side, let's talk about your favorite thing that happened at the Royal Rumble. All right, I got to go make myself an Irish coffee then. <laughs> you, I, listen, I told Dan like I told Dan this yesterday, nobody can walk away anymore. There's only two of us. Uh, yeah. I thought it so looked cool. The, it looked cool. It It looked cool. I mean, first off, I was more impressed at the fact that it wasn't a cinematic match. I'm not going to lie. As soon as I saw e L.A., Eli, whatever you want to call him, as soon as he walked out into the, like, actually going down the ramp and everything, his usual yellow jacket and attire that he has for oh so many years, I'm like, wow, this is actually going to be a real match. How are we going to do this? Has the neon, has all the lighting and everything, and I'm like, oh, okay, all right, this is fine. I... I I mean, we were all expecting something terrible. I know you said it last, the, the last, the, not this one, but the one before last week's DWI, where it was, we all have very low expectations of this match. <laughs> yeah, and I also followed it with, it's going to be better than we think. And I think it was. I think if the Uncle Howdy thing would have hit, it would have been like, oh, that was kind of interesting. But then they followed that up with a very subpar women's match that wasn't given enough time and had a weird Uncle Howdy aftermath to that, too. It's just and, so yeah. slow and boring. Nothing happened again. Nothing happened. Nothing. It. <sighs> I, I get that they want to do the slow burn. I do. But it's been like I'm nothing's not, happened uh, since he was fucking originally Bray Wyatt with a rocking chair and a fucking lantern like with a Hawaiian shirt on and a straw hat. I said the same thing. <laughs> if you go read the article, and all of you go read the article of my little rant opinion of Bray Wyatt, Phenomenal you can find it opinion. on thechairshot.com. I, I even put that down. I'm like, yeah, you're going to hear me rant a little bit here because it just I, now i don't want to be james Cornette here oh, i really don't want to be corny uh, too late for that because the match the match was okay i didn't like all the goofy 
I, I didn't like w- the bean pellets or whatever well, see, Mountain Dew cool. Nickelodeon yeah, slime. Hey, listen, you need to just kind of uh, wrap your head around this because we're getting another sponsored match. Not Mountain Dew, or maybe Mountain Dew, but probably something different, but different sponsor at WrestleMania. That's happening. It's Cinnamon Toast Crunch, apparently. Is it really? Yeah. Seriously? Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I think, is the WrestleMania sponsored thing. Are they going to have like Cinnamon Toast Crunch tables, and you got to put your? It could be a Cinnamon Toast Crunch tables match. That'd be interesting. I can see, I can see New Day doing like a segment and having that instead of Bootios. No, I don't. You think? Maybe. I don't. I mean, they came out of the giant box like ten years ago. But they already made Bootios, and they're making money off of Bootios. That'd be like a. That's kind of button heads there. Same. You know. Same uh, turf. I don't know. We'll see. Really, cinnamon toast crunch, huh? That's that's what it said on the dirtiest sheets. It might. Let it, me let me say it. Cinnamon right, toast. Let crunch. me say it the right way. Cinnamon toast crunch. I don't remember that jingle. Okay. That's because you're. You 15, finally dated yourself. Because you're 15 years younger than me, sir. Yo. <laughs> But the match was fine. I, I I was fine with the finish. I was fine with everything else. And then the stuff that happened after is what bothered me. Yeah, it, yeah. It was using the kendo stick, brazen, vulnerable. Okay, whatever. Go to the crash pad. Okay, whatever. And my big question is, where does L.A. Knight go from here? You just elbow dropped him through a crash pad. Yeah, he, he looks like he's dead. He needs to get as far away from this as possible. That's the problem. Is exactly. And the problem is he was just getting hot, too. Yeah. Like, they showed, like, oh, yeah, this is what he can do. This is what Eli Drake does. All that stuff. If you know who he was beforehand, you get to see him in WWE. And now it's like, yeah, he just got elbow dropped by... I... <laughs> As I jokingly said, I flip flop that I either said Vinny Dallas or Bo Marseglia. <laughs> <laughs> because we still don't know who the fuck it is. But well, that that match was just it it gave me a headache. It did. Just the finish gave me the headache. Let's talk about something more important that's connected to all of this and it not necessarily the match that Bianca and Alexa had, but what's Bianca got moving forward now? Who's gonna win that women's elimination chamber? Um I'm leaning more in the direction more and more now that Shayna and Ronda are actually going to be a tag team, hopefully, and, and, and kind of Ronda might stick around and help that division out because Shayna didn't qualify uh, on SmackDown. Uh, Natalia did, I believe, for the Chamber. I know there's still time, yes. but I would say for me, it's three people, Asuka, Nia, or Raquel, and I don't know who already qualified for the match, if that's any, if all of them are still possibilities, but... I'm not a million percent sure on who qualified and everything, but I mean, who does Bianca face after this? I'd probably say Asuka is a good, good bet now that she's gone into the darker persona. She's, is everyone, uh, uh, if, well, not everyone remembers. So Raquel Raquel and Asuka are already in. So is Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, and Natalia. So two out of my three predictions for who would be. I mean, I would guess, where's Nia? I Wouldn't you put Nia in there with Raquel, Asuka, Liv, Nikki, Natalia? I, 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 I dig that. That makes sense. All right. But, um... But, um... The... But, um... 
<laughs> with with Asuka now going back to her old Japan roots with uh God, what was it? Kana, I think her name was. A darker, with all, all, a, a the, darker the dark Asuka. face paint yep. being a little edgier and everything. I, I could see that being Bianca's next challenge because I don't think she's faced Asuka like a hundred percent in my opinion. Like Asuka kind of trying to find herself if they ever had a match. That's a good possibility. We might even see Nia return to Raw and that's your match. I know people will hate that, but that might be your match. You never know. But I, it's not. I don't know, because it could be it could be Bailey, it could be Becky, it could be. I think you get Bailey and Becky at WrestleMania, right? I mean, yeah. You 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 seen the uh, potential card I put out there, right? I mean, yeah, I've, I've seen and, the dirtiest the sheets. Roman and Cody, Charlotte and Rhea, Bianca. We already talked about who we thought could win the Chamber. Ronda and Shayna versus Damage Control. I'm here for that. The Usos versus Sammy and Kevin. It'd be interesting how we get to that. Um, everybody seems to say though they want a Demon Balor versus a Brood Edge. No, I don't think that works because they're trying to keep this this um, uh, Judgment Day thing going here. You know. Yeah, you need to use you you need to use Prince Balor. You need to use like the old Prince Devitt for this role. You can't you can't go and randomly have like a purple demon because that's just basically what's going to he's going to look like the Joker in some way, shape or form if you do demon. And that's just not how that that's not Judgment Day. No. You need cocky, thinks he's the greatest thing on Earth, Prince David Finn Balor. DWI podcast number 362. No purple demons. works seth and logan are you here for ray and dominic mysterio they just had a fucking nascar race on fucking smackdown which was so corny and cheesy you want to know what else is corny and cheesy the street profits were at the uh, pro bowl skills competition on thursday that or friday that was corny and cheesy um the only thing about dominic that hasn't been corny and cheesy to me was the fact that him and cody had interaction at the Royal Rumble, Cody threw him out. That is a really nice foreshadower to a main event down the road at WrestleMania, possibly if Dominic continues to progress um, on through down the road, because there's your couple of families with history again. So, um, what do you think? Do you do you like that? Is it a is it a is it a Ray retires from WWE in the ring if he loses, kind of thing? And if if he I, if he I wins, then so. Dominic has to leave the Judgment Day. I would I would think that's how that happens. Ray has to retire or Dom has to leave Judgment Day or whatever happens. But I, I think Ray at that point retires because he gets to have one last match and it ends against this kid. So it it, it just kind of makes sense. I think that's how Ray said he even wanted to end the career too. Do you think it would really be the last match he ever had? Probably not. That's why Come I think on. it's for like... Ne- never like say you, never. Like, you have to you retire from WWE in-ring action if you if you lose this match, you know? So, yeah. because I could see him wrestling in AAA or, you know, having a one more match with his with Dominic. I don't know. You know, they can go back on anything, but I don't ever see, like, a Shawn Michaels kind of retirement here for Ray. Well, I, mean, I can't really say Shawn Michaels retirement due to the fact of, uh, you know, Crown Jewel. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, Ray just kind of retires, et cetera, et cetera, all that fun shit. Because... 
I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. Ray and Dom have a match. It's Ray's last match. Simple as that. I don't know if it was an interview or something, but that's what Ray wanted as his final match. Like, he wanted to face his kid. That's how he wants to wrap it up. So, I mean, we might see him in AAA. We might see him in CMLL somewhere. Who knows? But, I mean, that would be an okay match, I guess. Like, it has to have a good story behind it other than just father, son, get out of the judgment day. I got you. I got you. All right, well, let's talk about the women's Royal Rumble and Rhea Ripley, who... Man, that was that wasn't just that wasn't just the best women's Royal Rumble ever. That was one of the best rumbles ever and maybe one of the coolest finishes ever. Um the girls worked their asses off. Uh the, as good as the men's was and it was really good, I thought the women's was even better. Um kudos to Rhea and Liv for going the distance. Um it was just fun. I thought the Nia part was fun. I thought the Michelle McCool thing was really fun. So I enjoyed myself, and this is why I thought it was such a great pay-per-view is because, yeah, we kind of got something that looked cool with Bray, the women's, and the the whole synergy between Bray and the and Alexa thing was kind of fell flat and wasn't great, but the rumbles were awesome, and and obviously we'll get to the final thing that happened was awesome as well, but what do you think about the women's Royal Rumble, and, and how do you feel about Rhea picking Charlotte and not Bianca? So for the Rumble, I I actually did enjoy the Women's Rumble. I, I enjoyed the fact that we had going the distance from one all the way to the finish, that we had one and two. Especially that whole spitting the mist, Rhea ducks, gets Liv, eliminates Asuka, and then just how it all ended. That was beautifully done, in my opinion. I liked the Michelle McCool thing. There's just this is nitpicking on my part where I appreciate the fact that it was like, oh, randomly her music hits and she's in the crowd. I guess I'm going to wrestle. And then later on on social media, it was I was given the call nine days ago to do this. And I'm so happy for the opportunity. Like you ruined it. It was supposed to actually look legitimate. Like, oh, yeah, she's randomly in the crowd. Let's pick her out. Well, no one ah. believes that. No one believes that. So, I mean, you can talk about it. I mean, if you want to kayfabe that, you it know. It would have been, yeah, it would have been better if it was kayfabe, where it was just like. It was just a yeah, fun surprise, though. And she did great. She it looked was. great. Honestly, I don't think she ever really looked bad. It was just around the time that she was the only, like, decent competitor that she could have faced was Beth in yeah. that time period. And Mickey James too, but they that they were like getting rid of her, kicking her out, that whole Piggy James a- angle. But I like the women's rumble too. Maybe maybe more than the men's, but the women's rumble was good. I liked it. I like the fact that they're doing a whole thing for Chelsea Green because she got eliminated in seven seconds. I love the fact they're doing it that they're making Naya a little bit bigger, like that entire shock factor of her coming out at 30. Perfect. Because usually that 30 spot is either your big return or something amazing's going to happen. And they, I mean, they did both. I mean, I know we all have our opinions on Nia Jax and her wrestling ability, but. (laughs) 
Yeah, DP she wasn't thrilled had a that she came bigger back. Pop. She had a bigger pop than Logan Paul. Well, yeah, they kind of screwed it up, too, because they played her music. Yeah, that entire thing. I, there wasn't the timer, and then you randomly hear her music, and then the timer just randomly goes 10 all the way down to 7, and they're like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but all in all, just a lot of fun. I think uh, out of all the NXT girls, I think Zoe Starks looks the best. I think she's the most ready to come up and kick some ass. Uh, I think she's got a really bright future ahead of her. Oh, yeah, I watched your... Oh, excuse me. Mornings, you're going to get us yawning. This is a di- totally different dynamic. We're, neither of eh. us are. We're both sober. We're both sober. We're both yawning. and eh, You're yawning. I but... haven't yawned. I'm, I'm, I've been drinking a lot of coffee. <laughs> but, um... I mean, I watched her back when she was in NWA, and she still looked good. It's just someone else who got lost in the shuffle, where it was like you had Camille just... Being a dominant factor, yeah, had Allison Kay, Molina, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of got lost in the sauce. But she is good. She's really good, actually. So just give her the opportunity, and she might be a women's champion somewhere down the road. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I know if you go ahead and listen to um, Shawn Michaels was on Busted Open with with Bub with Bubba and Tommy, um, and talked a little bit about. What we're going to get tonight, actually, the NXT uh, Vengeance Day pay-per-view. Any quick thoughts hmm. there, AJ? The the only thought that I have is more of a question. Do we actually see Braun Breaker losing a, the title? Well, I don't it, think so. I think he goes on until Mania. But... Mm-hmm. I mean, that's about it. I think he goes on until Mania. Okay. I don't think there's anything he loses it at Mania weekend or whenever NXT does their next thing. I think that's when he loses the title and he gets called up the next day. I I I have no problem with that. Who takes that title from him? That is the million dollar question because <laughs> I can't think of anyone at the moment. Are they saving I Jay, like, are they saving did they get Jay White and they're saving him for that? If they get Jay I, you, that could you work. think Jay White would come to WWE and start an NXT to have a pro, pro, uh, program there and take that NXT title, or do you think he'd want to be main roster right away? I don't know. I think I just, he would I want think, to be main roster. I think but... the ship has sailed. If he was going to show up, it was going to be there. I don't know. Maybe not. I, it'd be cool to see him, but I, it just doesn't feel like he's he's headed the WWE's direction. That or you might. I I not gonna lie. I personally don't want to see it, but maybe you might see Kota Ibushi. His contract ended a couple of days ago yeah i thought i heard more of him going to didn't he was he going to like gcw or something i don't know you're not keeping up i I, you and your brother are so lackluster on your japanese shit nowadays it's ridiculous (laughs) i as soon as all the bullcrap with coda happened i just kind of went like eh eh he might be doing GCW things. I saw, I think I saw a promotional poster for him doing something, but I don't know if it was GCW or not. I just shrugged. <laughs> Let's get to the main event here. And really what to talk about is Sammy hits Roman with the chair because he wouldn't keep the beating down of Kevin Owens going, and Jay walks out. 
Now we got on SmackDown, Roman comes out to talk about Jay leaving. Sammy attacks him. The bloodline comes in, the rest of them solo. And Jimmy, they beat down Sammy. And we got a universal championship match, Sammy Zayn versus Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber. And Jay Uso is nowhere to be found, AJ. Your thoughts on what happened at the Rumble and what happened on SmackDown last night? This bloodline storyline is easily one of the top ten WWE storylines, wrestling storylines of all time, in my opinion. See, we, we're saying like this is one of the best storylines ever with the bloodline and, and what Sammy's doing and what he did and everything. I, I'm just going to make a little joke here. I think the best storyline out of all of this is Roman Reigns and getting a steel chair to the back because he reacts so perfectly to it. The shield breaking up. Sammy hitting him in the back, everything. If you see Roman getting hit in the back with a steel chair, you know he's going to sell that like a million dollars in cash. It is beautiful whenever that happens. But, I mean, I like the match. The match was great. Everything that happened at the end just wrapped it nicely in a bow. Sammy defending Kevin Owens a little bit here by doing what he did. Like you said, Jay. I think it, I'm pretty sure it's Jay, right? I get the two twins mixed up. Jay's the one that walked out. Just making sure. Jay walking out and so SmackDown you you kind of you kind of had a handle on it until they both fell in love with Sammy and then you forgot again. Yep, and it's oh, yeah. Oh boy. But Jay walking out, perfect. Jay not being on SmackDown, perfect. The entire beatdown that happened, the the getting the Samoan spike and super kicked by Jimmy, all that, perfect. They they're wrapping this nicely. They're making it nice. Roman is back as the main heel. I, I know we all remember when Roman couldn't really cut a promo at all, and now he's like doing the best villain dialogue we've heard in a long time on in on WWE television. It's just perfect he's not just like a badass and like a you know a killer for a lack of a better term he's he's also like a mental assassin like he fucks with your brain Mm -hmm. you know on like a that gangster kind of (laughs) level so that's that's you know it's a fun it's been a fun fun storyline and fun evolution of of everything that's happened like you said i mean it's it's interesting because we you know we don't know there's still doubt in our minds about Cody and and Sammy and Roman and what's gonna happen with yeah. these three guys so I'm I'm loving it. Do you do you, would you agree that the everything was great but what really topped it all off was Jay walking out and now the mystery of what's gonna happen there. That is the best thing where it was Jay trusted him that got broken and now Jay doesn't know what the hell to do. Like, he had the full trust, everything happened, and now he's just in a complete and utter mental spiral of what goes on, what's going to happen now, and it's just like, ugh. It just makes sense to have KO and Sammy come together out of this, you know, getting saved, and then, you know, Cody and KO and Sammy all take all the titles from them, and you just see the bloodline slowly fall apart with the with the topping off at the you know hitting rock bottom at WrestleMania by losing everything Roman can take a break probably much needed for him considering you know I, I'm guessing he's got a handle on the whole health condition but I mean it, it can't be wonderful to do that much traveling as double champ 
um, appearance-wise yeah. and everything else. I know he hasn't made every TV, but he's doing a lot of stuff. So you got to imagine at some point he's going to take a break. But just it, it's just been fun for me. Yeah, I, I've been loving it too. You know something that I want to see, though? I don't want to see the Usos versus Sammy and KO. How about we don't see Jay up until Mania for him to make a choice? Well, that would be interesting. It would be solo and Jimmy. Jay. Nah, I don't know if they're gonna do anything like that, considering it's a record kind of rain thing. It would be a different tag team, you know. They're not New Day. Mm. It's kind of the Usos. I would, I would imagine you'll see Jay come back and help Roman beat Sammy. Yeah, at, just at a little, a little thing to throw out there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, hey, you could end up. Sammy could end up win. Maybe Sammy wins. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, I doubt it, but we'll see. It's got to be Roman. And I Cody. mean, they got the post. Well, I mean, already. there's supposed to be a tag match between Ricochet, Braun, and the Usos. So, well, at one point, are they going to stop referring to these? You know, I hope these. <laughs> I'd love to see them unify the belts together, but it looks like you know once they lose, they'll split them up, and they haven't referenced anything like Sammy's going for the you know the 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 co-titles. They're wrestling for the co-champion tag team championships next week, so. That whole storyline mm-hmm. is staying together. That hasn't been split. Well, I guess stay tuned, right? Yeah, I guess so. I, I want them to split it, though, not going to lie. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to come back, give you a couple fun drinking stories here. Um, AJ Blaz, PC Tunney, DWI 362. AJ, you want to let everybody know about what's going on and where they can get a really cool T-shirt? Well, you could go to Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash the chair shot. Yes, we're going to have everything on there of all of your chair shot needs. We got, like I alluded to before, Mindless Wrestling Podcast got a t-shirt. Bunch of other things, journal, hashtag journalism, nefarious means. If you know what we mean, you know what we mean. If not, you will soon. Bunch of other things, you'll all find it on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And don't forget to get it in soft style. So nice on your skin. It's amazing. It's just a couple extra dollars, but trust me, you will love it. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. Ah, we still need to bring some drinking into the drunken podcast. That's right. Like I said before, we've been talking so many times. We need some drinking stories. We all have a bunch of them. I know probably a bunch of other guys on the crew have a lot more than me, but... This is just going to be some fun, some fun drinking stories. You've heard a couple down the line, but Tony, do you want to start us off with a fun one that you had? or I'm going to do something really quick and short and simple. I've told a few. I told one last week, and uh, I'll let your story be the, the highlight of, of this week's segment of, of drinking stories. Blame it on the alcohol. Um, this is just something that I, I didn't know that I did. Um I got together with DP and the Thunderdome for the first wild card, super wild card weekend, the Saturday games, the Saturday night games, right? 
And I got there maybe half hour before the kickoff of the first game. And I think we were up past midnight. We did order pizzas. There was some buffalo uh, chicken dip. But I was informed yesterday that I had 17 beers. I mean, I wouldn't put, I'm not going to put it past you. It was only, and the only shot I had though, was the one I had with you. Um, Yeah, the virtual one, yeah. And I was eating all day. Like I had a big breakfast. I'm pretty sure I ate like two grilled cheese sandwiches before I went over there. And then we had pizza and garlic bread in between all that. But 17, that's what I was told. (laughs) With the voice crack. (laughs) 17. Uh, I, I think, see, I, I've been trying to think of one of two stories to tell, and I'm pretty sure I told the sleeping in the closet story on a DWI. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll go with, uh, how I actually figured out that I'm allergic to something. Oh, so I'm apparently allergic to cinnamon, 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 it makes my tongue swell up. I'll be talking all day. Unless I have alcohol or, I guess, an EpiPen. So, this is about four years ago. There's like, a really popular club with another bar down the road in Pennsylvania that my buddies and I went to back when I worked at a gym. And I didn't really know that many people. I just knew my gym buddies. So, I went out with them one Saturday night. And he had, like, a cousin or something. Like, the main guy that always went out with us. He had a cousin that was there, and he was like, oh, bring all your friends. We're going to go do shots over at the table right now. All right, fine. Oh, what are we going to have? We're going to have 14 shots of Fireball. Okay, I've had Fireball before. Nothing too, like, drastic, nothing too big. Okay, we're fine. So we each do two shots because there's seven of us. Everything goes on. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that was good, right? Yeah, it was really good. And then you have me just going, yeah, that was wonderful. I'm, I'm never going to – going on? I'm I'm full lisp. No one can understand me. Everyone's, like, freaking out. And I was like, are are you okay? Or do, do, you, do you need anything? And I'm like, screw it. Let's make it fine. And I thought so I got myself, like, two shots of Rumpelmans down those tongue – went down afterward night was perfectly fine but everyone was like the day before or not day before day after everyone was like so what was that entire thing with your tongue and everything i'm like i don't know try this shot does a shot of like tequila or something i'm fine here's another shot jaeger i'm fine here's a fireball i'm fine fucking hell (laughs) i'm like i was shades of i was gone sheets in the wind but apparently i'm allergic to cinnamon i'm still allergic to cinnamon makes my tongue swell every time that i touch it and it's just now a fun story especially the last time that i had it or not fireball cinnamon in general was do you remember the Coca-Cola, like, the Dreamland uh, bottles that they had? One of Andrew's friends at work, when we worked together in the same building, 
had one of these bottles and he was like, yeah, I gave this to my wife and my kids. And they were like, oh, it tastes like a gingerbread house oh, it, it, and everything else pours us like he had a new bottle, pours us a little bit in each cup, drinks it. And he's like, and just, yeah, it is like a gingerbread house. But we all know what the main ingredient of a gingerbread house is. Adam, do you want to try it? Sure. Yeah, motherfucker, it has cinnamon in it. Asshole. So, if it wasn't for downing a bunch of fireball shots, I would have never known I was allergic to cinnamon. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe it would have... Uh, saved... Maybe saving you down the line from having something that had a whole ton of cinnamon in it that could cause some real problems, so. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, that's a good start. We got some drinking stories for you. I, I got a couple of good ones in reserve uh, for the next few weeks. I know AJ's got a couple other good ones, but good start today. Uh, we'll be right back to wrap up the show. DWI 362 Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, so... Like I said, as soon as I leave, they drag me back in. I'll, I'll be doing this for a little bit, as long as I have time. Simply put, follow me all over social media, at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You can find this podcast, at Podcast DWI, along with a bunch of other podcasts, along with this one on thechairshot.com. Also, on that website, you'll find a bunch of articles. Like I said, my nice little rant on Bray Wyatt, you'll find. I'm sorry if you're a fan. I wasn't of the match. so. But you can find all of that. Chairshot.com, Podcast EWI, everything Chairshot related you will find on the website. Tony, where can they find you? And if you, they have any hate mail, where can they... Go send that hate mail. Yeah, send the hate mail to Edits Me DPP. You can follow me at PC Tunny. Um, Bandwagon Nerds this week, Down the Wire tomorrow, the Big Four Project's coming back, the trial of PC Tunny on Mindless Podcast apparently this week. I go to Kangaroo Court. We'll see you next week for DWR. Chairshot.com. Always use your head.